Right, now I'm playing Zelda. Yeah, so, that's so it. Mike, I'm go- done. I'm done with video game talk. I'm done with podcasts. I'll just talk about music for an hour, will I? Yeah, you chat. You you tell people about like the White Stripes or Roxy Music or whatever, and yeah. I assume those are the two bands you listen to: the White Stripes and Roxy Music. And, Absolutely, uh, my two favorite bands. Yeah, I'll just work it out to get to this big robot elephant's trunk. Oh, are you trying to get through the robot elephant? Yeah, I've got one more to do. I just got to get one more part of it done, and then I've done the elephant. I'm gonna. Okay, that's that's that for that goof. <laughs> Right. Is that that goof where we pretend that we're going to play video games rather than have a conversation because it was a funny goof? Yeah, the- basically because the Switch is portable, I can play it near my microphone and so can Laura and that is the joke. That joke's done. I'm, yeah. Because of this though, I, I, like, I'm genuinely scared to start Zelda because of how addicted <laughs> I got to Horizon and I know the same oh. thing's going to happen and with the worst Zelda. Part is, the worst part is, is you have to turn Horizon off to go do other things. You don't have yeah. to do that with this. I have legitimately you can just play been it like while you're doing other things. <laughs> exactly, like oh, I've got to go. I've got to go get the bus to the bank. Well, I guess I'll just play Zelda while I'm on the bus. Oh no, I missed my stop. I'll have to get a bus back the other way and play Zelda on that bus too. And oh no! You do- oh Laura, don't tempt me. I'm getting a fucking two-hour bus journey tomorrow. <laughs> and that's all you need. Because no. because once once two once two and a half hours are done, then the holding pattern's broke because the switch runs out of battery. Then you can See- change. Buses. Then you go back to Horizon. (laughs) This shouldn't be the solution, but I I've been using a nice USB C power uh, power pack, and I now get about ten hours out of the Switch if I need to, which is good. I can get an extra eight hours out of it. That's good. I might I might have to consider that because it is is so much better as a portable than a a home console. It 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 is. Yeah. This is why I'm. Saving Zelda to like May or something because I cannot possibly fit the this game in between Horizon yeah. and Mass Effect. That's just not going to happen. Save it for when you've got a big drought of games, yeah. because that's when this is going to be perfect for. But yeah. for anyone who's wondering, because I've had people asking me what power pack I'm using, uh, if you use an Anchor Power Core Plus, the uh, 21,000 milliamp hour one. That sounds powerful. That one, that, that, that cost me what, like 30, 30 quid, I think? And it it if I'm playing Zelda, the battery percentage will still go up, like while I'm playing, which is good. Gets me about eight hours of extra battery out of it. I so that's that's a pretty good power pack I would recommend if you want the Switch to actually be portable, because that is a better portable than it is a home console. Absolutely, yeah. Like it's it's very impressive as as a as a handheld. Uh, yeah. As a home console, it's, it's okay. It's hmm. all right. It, you know what it is? Like it feels like Nintendo looked at the Vita and the Vita TV and went, "Hey, high-powered handheld and ability to play its games on the TV, we'll have that that idea, thank you." Cuz Sony did that first. They had two separate yeah. products to do it. You had to take your cartridge out and put it in a thing connected to the TV, but I do really like high-powered gaming handheld that I can connect the games to my TV and just play my handheld games on the TV. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's a cute idea. I mean, it always was. I always liked the idea. Uh, the execution is I'm I, I I'm I'd be lying if I said I was in love with it. I'd also be lying if I said I hate it. I I am right now with the Switch. Just very, it's okay. It's it's all right. It's it is a new Nintendo console, and that's fine. I've got no problem with that. The new Zelda is fun. 
personally, and this is just personal, uh, I <laughs> don't know where all the 10 out of 10s are coming from. Uh, That's... Uh, that is totally fair. Like I, yeah, it is a taste thing. So here's here's the thing. Like don't say I that... don't don't <sighs> just to uh, say this is Jim saying this. You don't need to shout on, at me on Twitter about how we <laughs> hate Nintendo. Yeah, you don't yeah, have to yesterday. Yesterday, Jim, yesterday, Jim doesn't right? reply to tweets, so I can only I, contact him through Gav. I made a tweet yesterday, right? That shared a news story about how Horizon sold more than uh, Zelda, and the only word mm. I put in the tweet was. Whoa, as in that's interesting. I wasn't it saying is, positive yeah. or negative or, oh my god, the responses. <laughs> I don't even oh god, Woo, there's some sensitive so, Nintendo fans out as, there. As as someone that gave Zelda a ten, I can totally see the points where like the things that did not annoy me, but mm. I could totally see how they would annoy someone else and yeah. would not be the same for them. Like, but, like from what it's... I from what I can tell from your conversation, Jim, you're. You are much more bothered than I am by the the weapon degrading mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the stamina. I think I was always that's, going that's that a big does part of it. sound very annoying. All right. I was always going to be as well, though. I think anyone who knows my tastes and my lack of patience for certain things well, this... will know that those are elements of this game that I am really not going to like. And, and, well, and that's I didn't. The... That's the weird thing for me. I'm usually in that same camp as you, Jim. I usually don't like those elements. Um... For me, it was just a case of Fanger. May, may, maybe it's the <laughs> maybe it's the order I explored things and the route I took. It felt like there was a very good progression of starting with fragile items that encouraged me to experiment and try new things towards being able to specialize with more durable things as I went through. I that, think what Laura's trying to say here is she's it, she's doing biased reviews and fake news. Hey, hey, I, I lowered my score from a 12 out of 10 to just a 10 out of 10, okay? That's true, that was you a know. pretty big ding. Yeah, um, I took a pretty big ding. I didn't give it an impossible physically doesn't work I give this game score. 10 out of collusion. I suppose I've got to so, wait to find these high durability weapons then, because I'm getting weapons that seem pretty fucking powerful, and they still, like, last a couple of enemies at best. At best. They still I... seem all fragile as fuck. Wait, what? I'm... They only last for a couple of enemies? I'm yeah. really not finding that. Oh, God, that, I that... thought this was more of a like a Fallout thing where, or an Oblivion style where they degrade over time. I'm, I'm finding more that like if I find a good, decent weapon, I can get probably an hour and a half out of it. Well, I haven't found any of those. I mean, I'm doing... An hour if and a half ob- of cutscenes, is it? Obviously, I've not played as long as you have. You know, I played it at launch, and I still haven't had enough time to really sit down and say, okay, these few days are being spent just on Zelda. Um, but, you know, I'm getting weapons that, like, like one of a kind, they look, they look like and seem like pretty hard to find rare weapons, things you find hidden in shrines and things that are dealing, mm. like, significant, like, well above the damage output of any weapon I'm finding off the enemies I'm encountering. And here goes my voice like that, all weird, like an old man. <clears throat> Sorry, it's uh, six in the morning as I record. Um, <laughs> I'm still all... Uh, um, but yes, uh, oh god, now I've spilt water all over my... Oh fuck, it's all gone down my sleeve! That's trickled all the way down my sleeve, it's all up to my armpit! How's that that's, happened? That's, that's the gods punishing you for daring to not say this is a ten out of ten, me? Jim. That's karma, yeah, that's what that is. Fucking... Why do you hate Nintendo, Jim? <laughs> I don't know, because they're shit. Apparently I hate <laughs> Nintendo and Zelda too, despite 
frequently saying on this show that Link to the Past is in my top three games of all time. Well, but to some know. of these, some of these people, if they don't see you with your dick in the GameCube, they assume you hate <laughs> Nintendo by default. They're, well, like, they're I, problems like that. I I wear my like Nintendo fanship on my sleeve. Like I make no secret of the fact that I very much like. I, I find Nintendo infuriating and they make stupid decisions, but I love them and I'm wi- I, I keep giving them more chances than I want to. I'm aware of that. I'm aware that Zelda is like that franchise that I very much like, but this this ignored a lot of the things that I usually like about Zelda games, did a lot of things that I usually dislike, and I still found myself putting, I think I'm like 80 hours in now, just like, yep. I'm still consistently thinking about this game when I'm not playing it. Uh, like, it's all... Okay, stupid thing I didn't realise until after I'd published my review. I played 60 hours of this game. I didn't realise if I wanted to go somewhere cold and to warm myself up, I could light a torch and just hold a lit torch and that would provide some warmth. I just didn't think about that. Mm. And I keep finding things like this that I'm like, oh, that... Oh, I've, that I've might heard, be a new thing still. I've heard yep. that's a really cool aspect of the game, the way the different systems and physics and stuff interact with each other in ways you will there are lots find of, out by accident. There are lots of clever things you can play with. Like it, it, I think Laura said last week it's worth reading the loading screen tips, because it really is. Because mm. um, as well as it telling you things about, like, you know, you can use a torch or whatnot, um, just the way you can use your, I guess, magic, I guess. They're called runes, mm. but they're all the the special toys you get at the beginning of the game. You can use stasis to freeze uh, an explosive barrel, then hit the explosive barrel, and then when it unfreezes, the momentum of your hit will make it go flying, and you can basically just snooker it, like like it's a snooker ball, <laughs> just, just knock it so it goes flying into enemies after it unfreezes. And there's little things that you can do to mm. use your runes to play with the environment, my, one of my one of my one of my favorite ways to get around the environment at the moment is using the stasis rune um find a box that you can climb onto freeze the box in time hit it a bunch so that it builds up momentum in a direction climb onto the box uh-huh. and then wait for stasis to run out and the box will go flying with you held on and you will catapult yourself across that's quite like clever. very big environments that's cute like it's 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 stuff like that that once you, the game never tells you that any of these things are doable, but they all work within a consistent rule set within the world, and I yes. am just having it the must, best time exploring. It must have been pretty difficult um, while programming that to make sure that uh, it's it's hard for players to actually break the game with that many uh, mm. I've, rules I've yet, that you can, you can bend yeah. and, and break. I've yet to find a way. I've been messing around with the edge of the world boundary, trying to see, like, can I break the world in any way by using these abilities? I've not found a way to yet. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, like, I I totally get the stamina and the weapon degradation that, for me, I wasn't bothered by. I expected to be bothered by and wasn't. I don't begrudge anyone that is like, nope, I did not have a good experience with those systems. I... You know, this is not for me the ten out of ten everyone else is giving I think it. For but... me, and maybe it'll change. Maybe it'll change if I do find these weapons that can last an hour or what. Um, but for me, right now, I'm in a position where I see a bunch of enemies, and I'm like, I'm not gonna bother. The reward is not worth the cost. 
because I'll lose this weapon or badly damage this weapon. And the materials and the shitty little weapons I'll get off them, not worth it. So I'm avoiding combat much of the time now, just mm. because I, I can't be asked to lose the good weapons until I actually need them. Uh, and the inability, you know, the limited inventory space is not working well with that at all. Have, and to be fair, been... after after Neo and Horizon, both of which, let's be fair, had kind of clusterfucky inventories. <laughs> yeah, your patience is probably pretty low for inventory. It's pretty crap. low, and and yeah. and I didn't struggle with inventory space in those games as much as I am with this. Well, mm. I I found for me like as soon as I had the ability, I like very early on, I found the ability to upgrade my inventory size. I put all of my upgrades into upgrading my number of weapon slots. I'm doing the exact um, same thing. I'm because, doing like, the exact same yeah, thing. This, this it, sounds worryingly No Man's Sky to me. <laughs> oh no, it's... It, it, I don't think anyone not the game, would just this one put them feature. in that same realm. Like It's, it's not nearly as bad of a problem yeah because yeah, like it's they're not that they yeah. s- they are they are the same problem but the scale to which it's a problem makes it incomparable to yeah. no man's sky. i think i think the difference is no man's sky was expecting you to hoard lots of differing resources mm. to use for things mm. and that you were supposed to be carrying them all around and not getting rid of them and, and, and have plus, everything you found plus in no man's sky it's the only reward you got was more space it, the only exactly. thing you did was try and get more space yeah <laughs> whereas in in this like the one thing that once i had a couple of inventory slots extra on weapons i found was that any time that like a weapon would be destroyed and you know it would open up a couple of slots and i'd be like oh okay i can no- now grab some new things to test there was a high enough turnover of weapons being broken and gone that yeah. I consistently felt like I had room to try picking up new things and seeing how they worked. Well, I'm hoping so, like, it, I, get I didn't this. feel like I was hitting a solid upper wall that I couldn't get past. It's just right now, like I say, I've got some really cool weapons on me and I'm not using them because they are too cool to use. I don't want to lose them until I get into what I'm assuming will be a space where it's like, okay, now I know where I can reliably get good weapons. I don't have to a, worry so much. It's I'm a pity there's them. not a way to repair them when they break, like in Souls. There, that, are, that... there are a handful of weapons, mm. none of which I have, that are fixable. I would like for Are they random be... drops? or no. is it? No, you, you can just go to them. Yeah. If you if if you re- if you know where they are, if you know where to yeah, go, no you can go and like get. That. Well, no, it's I well, I stumbled do, I... I stumbled across one out of order, and yeah. that that helped my experience considerably. But... Is, it, yeah, is going... it a spoiler to tell us that you might find some in the big dungeons? You... Is that a thing? Like, if I'm I... getting pissed off with this while playing the game, and then I go, I really want a non-degradable weapon, can I go to a big dungeon I'll s- and find I'll one? I'll say this much. I'll say this much. From my experience, and, and mm. you know, Laura should be able to either back me up or disagree if I'm wrong. Um, from my experience so far, if at all you feel like things aren't going well for you, it seems like a good idea to return to story quests and do them. For a bit, yeah, yeah, and, I, and that I, drip feeds you a lot better in in getting gear you need. I mean, yeah, I, I presume you get the master sword at some point, and like that, I'm guessing so. I'm, I, you, I, 
I wouldn't know. Uh, big, big spoiler, the game's special edition ships with a Master Sword, you might get the Master Sword. Um, but, like, the thing I've been doing to, like, for when I want to stock up on specific weapons is there's a couple of the uh, the mini dungeon shrines that you yeah. can find that are combat-oriented ones. And some of the enemies in those combat-oriented ones will drop weapons that I like quite Fuck a lot. yeah, they do, they're blue. Yeah. Mm, yeah, the blue glowy ones. So I will basically just go and replay those shrine dungeons a couple of times because they will let you redo them okay. and grab a couple of sets of those weapons because I quite like that weapon set. That's a, I a guess, yeah, farming for, for them. Yeah. But like, it makes it relatively easy if you know a, an enemy drops a weapon you like, you can farm relatively easily to grab a couple of them. I have a question for you. Do any of yeah. the weapons... When you swing them, do a cool, sparkly ranged attack like they did in. Uh, yes, the, yes, they do. Past. There are yes, some. There, there, I found at least one melee weapon where ranged attack is its only real proper use. Yeah. yeah. It's too weak to use as a melee weapon, but it shoots little things. And that, that's been fun yeah. to play with. There's there's stuff that fires projectiles when you swing it that sort of shoot off your energy, things like that. There are. Things that have elemental charges on them where, like, your first couple of hits will be elementally charged and then it'll go back to being just a regular weapon elemental until weapons the weapon's fun, element yeah. recharges. They're, those are quite fun. Um, how is the how is the moment-to-moment combat? I, I read a thing... Someone was complaining on Reddit that the dodge wasn't very good. That's what them. I was thinking. I hate... I, I can't make the dodge work at all. I, I, I really I like up. the dodge. Um, it's... A lot of the do- uh, like making the. D- uh, are you specifically, Jim, on about not being able to pull off the uh, the thing where it slows down time and you jump in not and attack? Not even that. Not even or that. Just... Like, like I, I've triggered the flurry thing a few times, and that's cool when it happens. But again, that fucks weapons your ability so bad. I don't necessarily care about doing it. For me, it's just the the sidestep is so short, and the backflip is. Longer, but still pretty short. And a lot of enemies, their attack range is well in excess of your dodge range. And there are some enemies I just don't know how to. I don't so know how to I, avoid their attacks. But. I initially, I initially felt that way until I did a couple of the uh, the combat trials, and there was one that sort of showed me quite what I was maybe misusing the dodge. Um, the sideways dodge is most useful for anything that's got like a spear or a See, halberd that much... that's got like a a lunge. Yeah, yeah, that much I've like like Liz Alpha. So when I'm fighting them, I've managed to work out at least they seem to be yeah. like always try and sidestep them ones. Yep. Um, the back the backflip is most useful for stuff that is sideways swipes. Um, particularly if you've got a weapon that's at least an equal length to theirs. If you have a shorter weapon than the enemy, you're better off not using the backflip and instead keeping your range, sprinting in for your couple of hits, and then sprinting back outside of their attack range. That sounds annoying. That has been my experience. <laughs> for so me, I've fighting really... and okay. I mean, it's it's. I guess for me, the the major issue I'm having is sometimes I'm trying to play it like a Zelda game. Sometimes I'm trying to play it like a Souls game, and it's not really either. And 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 I'm trying to find the sweet spot between the two that this game is oh. that makes combat properly click for me. Uh, speaking of, Jim, by the way, I had that problem in Horizon as well where I kept trying to play it like Souls. And you remember last week you talked about meeting the two um, 
the two rock breakers, the two corrupted rock breakers. Yes. Yes. You okay, you're gonna laugh at how lucky I got with this, right? Right. I was walking along and found some ravagers and no bullshit now. I had never done this before in the game. But after I knocked off one of the guns, I said, you know what, I'm gonna pick this up now and wonder and, and, and keep it with me while I'm wondering. And the first thing I stumbled across was the two giant salamander oh, things. Nice. And one of them was just instantly dead from the Ravager gun. And then I just stood on a rock and the other one couldn't do anything to me. Wow. See, I tried so, I tried that. I tried standing on rocks, but they always managed to fucking get me. I did yeah. at one point, at one point during my fight with those rock breakers, a couple Ravagers out of curiosity bounded along. Oh, yeah. And, and I corrupted them and let them fight the rock breakers for a bit. Yeah. And then... One of them did knock. I, I I killed one of those two rock breakers with a ravager gun. Um, there's because there's they also um, there's a behemoth patrol that goes past, and I didn't encourage this to happen at all. But this was another run in which I died. But the behemoths and the rock breakers fight. It's awesome, even nice. if you don't corrupt any of them. That's fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Sorry, but, well, back, the rock back, breakers back. are already corrupted, so yeah. automatically other things will. That happened to me in a different fight. A bunch of glint hawks flew past and then just started oh, going those. to town on these corrupted yeah. uh, ones I was fighting. It was the one time only I was ever happy to see a glint hawk. Fucking glint hawks! <laughs> it's the worst thing in that game is when you're trying to fight one enemy and you're like moving it along, and then suddenly you feel you see the freeze attack coming from above, and you're uh. like, oh god. <laughs> Lint Hawks are joining the fight. <laughs> Fuck yeah, these they're easy racers. to interrupt, though. So that's, yeah. that's the one thing that's all right about them. They're easy enough to... to yeah. Corrupt they, is they, actually we... a bit OP, I think. It's way too easy to corrupt... Uh... corrupt I, I would agree with you there. Like, usually my... Well, like, I don't when mind one of it them so came much. In, I, oh, oh, so I was just going to say, I don't mind it so much because 50% of the time they'll still attack you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like usually, when one of them came in, it was my sign to be like, "Okay, let's back back off, and uh, we'll reassess this fight for a second. Yeah. I'm not gonna push ahead while while you've just come into the fray. But I do, I do just want li- to like just just briefly list out the things I do like in Breath of the Wild because I'm mm. I'm so, I don't want people to think I'm hating on it too much. Like it's got issues, and I'm a lot of things I want to criticize about it. Uh, but there are some things I really like. First of all, I have a rubber fish helmet. Okay, the rubber fish helmet is is amazing, isn't it? <laughs> I have a rubber fish helmet. It's a little tail which is curved up like a crest on my head, wobbles a little bit when I run, and it's got little catfish-like tendrils coming out the side of it. It's mouth, which is basically like on my head, so it's like a big fish is like swallowing half of my head. Um, it's a rubber helmet to protect against electricity, which is... Yeah, and and it's got little tendrils that flap about in the wind, so that's good. That's <laughs> you good. and your didn't you spend like all of Dark Souls three wearing the uh, the little baggy hat? <laughs> yes, if I find good helmets and masks and things in games, um, once I found the Venetian masks in The Witcher three, that's when I was <laughs> sure that was a good game. Um, and and now that I found a rubber fish helmet, I'm sure that is good in a Zelda game. Uh, so that's good. Uh, I really like cooking. I didn't think I mm. would. Um, it, once I worked it out, once I worked it out, it's a lot easier than you think it is. Um, yeah, it, but, it's don't overthink it and just don't be afraid to experiment with the, the cooking. Yes, yes. Because it's like, well, I guess I've got to put these mushrooms with this meat because that's how you make a dinner. But then it's like, what if I just threw... 
five of these extra, like things that give me basically soul hearts from Isaac, extra one use health hearts. If I just threw five of these in a pot, oh look, I just get twenty HP. That I is it have. like um, is it a little bit like the Elder Scrolls alchemy system in that you mix ingredients and find out what they do by mixing them together? You Pretty know what much. they do. It does tell well, you what they do. You um, you find out what they'll do work. if you. You, you'll find out, like, this ingredient, if you successfully make it into a meal, it yeah. will grant you this ability, but it's working out what things you can put together to bring that ability out of it. Um, I'm so scared to play this game. It's oh, going to eat my fucking life. <laughs> it, it will. Uh, like, once you've cooked something once, you then have the recipe for it in future, but it's, like, your big classifications are you've got, like, monster parts that are used to make elixirs, and generally you'll pair that with, like, a... An insect or a, a an animal. You'll you'll pair it with a critter or some piece of creature. You've got meats. You've got vegetables. But then you've also got things like your milks, your butters. You can make cakes. You can make soups. You can wow. make your, your your greens and your dinners and your potions. Hmm. It's are there it, any? Uh, a, can you make any gluten free alternative stuff or you know? Uh, I've yet to find any <laughs> gluten free alternatives to flour yeah. that I can if you've use. Got in an my can you make in kale and? <laughs> and quinoa um, but so long as you're not like over mixing if, if if you're not like getting a whole bunch of different stat upgrades food mm. and throwing it all together because you've got to be pretty specific because as far as i can tell you can only ever have one stat boost up at a time because i once you tried could... taking like a defense meal and an attack meal and one replaced the other which i found a bit fucking annoying what game I, was it where you could make herbal teas? And I thought that was the greatest thing ever. Um, herbal Tea Champion 2000? <laughs> there was an RPG where you could make herbal teas, and I thought that was amazing. <laughs> I can't remember. Ah, I don't, know. I but, don't uh, know. Maybe it was a yeah, mod or something, I don't know. I, I will agree with you there. I didn't expect to like the, com- uh, the, uh, the, the cooking system as much as I did. I just like the little, the little rhythmic tapping noise it makes when it cooks and yeah. Link going, hmm, 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 hmm. Like, and, and I always do a little dance when it happens. Little, little you... things like that are so important. And Zelda has yeah. always been fantastic for that. It rewards you with these satisfying little sounds. Like, yeah. I'll never what... forget the noise for finding a secret door in Link to the Past. Like, as far as little touches, where Breath of the Wild really shines is with its enemies. I think mm. these are some of the most expressive enemies I've fought in a long, long time in a game. And, and they are full of little things like that. Like, they'll be asleep in a camp, and if they wake up, they've laid all their weapons out, like, a little bit, like, like maybe against a log or something. Yeah, and they'll they run up and over and grab them from weapons. the log before they can fight you. If you make, yeah. uh, like, a mo- moblin or mocoblin or whatever, like, drop their weapon and if you pick it up they look horrified and pissed and oh point God. at you they'll point at you with their <laughs> mouth open and go Aah! like like they cannot believe it oh, or if you take amazing. a Lizalfos's weapon he'll start stamping his feet and everything and then my, start my, using his tongue like it's it's cute my favorite one of those little touches and the, i didn't have this happen until maybe like 60 hours in um was the first time that I tried to throw a weapon at an enemy, I missed, they picked up my weapon, and they get this huge <laughs> grin on their face that's like, ha fucker, you're unarmed, I have your shiny spear. See, I and love like, that. Like, uh, even when they're just idle, 
the the amount of animation and personality that's in even the most generic little mocoblin enemy is just fantastic. I, I um, love the way that they ha- they do things in the world as well. Like uh, the first time I left the Great Plateau, I, I found a place to overlook some of the field, and I was looking down, and there was just two mocoblins trying to catch a boar. And they were trying yeah. to hunt it with spears. And yeah, they're just they're running hunting. around in circles. And they keep trying to stab it and they miss. And then the boar, like, attacks them from behind. And they, like, go, oh, no, it's behind us. And run around the other way. It, everything, enemy-wise, just feels very alive. Like, I they felt... are... They're enemies that existed in that world yeah. and lived there rather than just being encounters that were placed there. I found two of them taunting some sheep. <laughs> There were just some sheep in a pen. Like, it looked like maybe this was some Hylian settlement that might have been once that, that they'd taken over. And there were just these sheep in a pen, and there are two little mocoblins outside pointing and laughing at them and just cavorting. Like it's, that's all, I love watching them all, like, dancing around campfires as well. That's mm. another thing they do. They just cavort around campfires. Um, yeah, so love the enemy designs. They're absolutely wonderful. Um, I mean, I just love the, the the artistic style throughout. It's it's a it's fantastic. Yeah. It's got this very, I want to say, almost light hearted, almost post apocalyptic feel. Like mm. it's clear that this is a civilization that was hugely devastated, but people are making do. And it's got all the old Zelda charm to it, but with that little hint. So of is it linked to something's old, been I lost? I nearly said a huge spoiler there for, <laughs> for one of the other games. Oh, I want to be careful. <laughs> if you're going to ask about timeline and story shit, I sure as hell don't know. And at this yeah. point, like maybe I'm better not knowing anyway before well, going in. Uh, what I will say that's completely spoiler-free is they do acknowledge the existence of other Zelda games that came yeah. before it. Which in uh, so previous it, Zelda games, when it's happened, has been a pretty mind-blowing moment. Yeah, here they they are mainly referential of the fact that there are characters in universe that are aware of the fact that, like, oh, there have been Links and Zeldas before, and this is the thing that repeats. Yeah, I picked that yeah. much up. Like, they they very much acknowledge that this is you know a thing that keeps so, happening. I I really like the characterization of Princess Zelda, who is a character in this game, in terms of how she fits into that role and that expectation of, oh, hey, you've known since birth you are meant to be this role. Have fun with that knowledge. I really like what they do with that. Yeah. They do some very interesting characterization. I also like such that an this interestingly time dark twist that 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 cycle in 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 generally i mean yeah the dark the games get pretty dark at times but that particular cycle in the games it appears in is so dark and you're like wow that's that's intense for for this game i i would say this is the best look that the series has at hey what's it like to be one of these people that is aware that they reincarnate over time. Yeah. yeah. But I also like that this time around as well, it's not just that you've got to rescue Princess Zelda, who's just been kidnapped or whatever. You've got to rescue her because she's spent a hundred fucking years having a giant fucking fight. You, you know like this she's right from the beginning. It's kicking, like, yeah, for a hundred... Yeah, it's not even a twist. Like, she's been kicking Ganon's ass for a hundred years. And she's you've like, got can, to try and help her out at last. Can, can, you, can you go and what? hurry up to catch her? Does that somewhat um, niggle on the back of your mind while you're out, you know, 
cooking things and picking flowers. Oh, they remind you. Like, they remind you a lot, like, that that this is happening while you're out having fun cooking fucking I kind of hate... Do you know what? I... I, I'm sorry to go back to it again. Yeah, That's one thing I on. loved about Horizon. They never made the main story time sensitive in any way because I f- that breaks me so much in like, like even if I oh. know a side quest is going to last forever in my inventory, if it's yeah. my daughter's been kidnapped by bandits in the back of my mind, it I'm like, you, yeah, I, I have to do this first. Mm. You what, know? I will, what I will it, say about this is they, they, they give you the time thing of like Princess Zelda is over there. She's, Holding Ganon down, she's not going to be able to do it forever. But they also pair that alongside. She has successfully done this by herself for a hundred years. You can probably take a couple of weeks going and like gathering your supra- I mean, supplies because maybe, but she's do... managed this by herself. But they 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 never say that. It's always oh we don't have enough time link. We you've got to hurry. They say that a lot. And I do see what Gav because it I had to head Ganon in Fallout Four that my main character didn't actually give a shit about his wife and yeah. kid and yep. was just waiting for something like the apocalypse to happen so he could have some fun and eat exact human same, Exact same problem it, here. With, there is that story point. kind of jarring point in your head mm. where you're like, my character right now, just as, as you know, Gav said, like had a kidnapped family member or something. Mm. Why would they be cooking and why would they be doing this? I see and that. The, this is why Zelda I love... Is, I loved in Horizon how it was like the the motivation for the main story is just finding out your history and stuff. So to me, that didn't feel as urgent. It was only maybe in the last two or three missions where you did start to get a sense of urgency. Yeah, and that, by, by that point in the story, you're yeah. like, I want to finish I, it, you know? I can understand. Yeah, go on, Jim. I was just going to say, like, to, it, to its credit, Breath of the Wild is at least um, engaging enough that when it's not actually talking about story, I, I find it much easier to forget that story contradiction. Oh, yeah. It if is you just, so if much you just fun don't... to cook stuff that I, I do kind of put it off until I look over. Yeah. I'm, I'm scanning the horizon and just see this big swirling pig ghost just floating around Hyrule Castle, and I'm uh, like, oh, yeah, fuck. Again, for me, the fact that they mention she's she's done this solo for a hundred years uh, is enough for me to narratively put aside. Like, okay, I've got time. She'll be she'll be fine. She'll be she'll be fine while I go and find out what's at the top of that snowy mountain that's going to take me three weeks to climb. Oh, that sounds like it's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> I I hope it doesn't. But it was I, the same in in fucking yeah. in Oblivion. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I I get it because I I feel the same way about a lot of things. But I yeah. think I don't know. There's there's just something in, uh, about Breath of the Wild where it doesn't matter as much as it yeah. as it maybe should. It only it only yeah. feels wrong in my head when they are explicitly telling me I have to hurry and be quick. Which again, once once you're out of the the first area, that loosens up a bit and you start feeling like you really can tackle this stuff at your own I feel like I feel like developers should just put like a blanket no to trying to hurry up players in an open world game just don't do it I I never felt hurried by Breath of the Wild I felt very much like okay on my mini map there is this yellow circle if I want to follow the story the yellow circle's over there it at no point does it remind me that that's a thing no no it's I don't think that's what Gav's saying though I think I don't know. It I th- I think he's just saying the very 
because the narrative premise is yeah, one I don't of mean mechanically. I mean in the story. Okay, that's that's fair. That's it's, fair. It's okay. hard for one to compartmentalize their brain and think, mm. right, I'm going to spend this whole day cooking food. But mm. in the back of my mind, I know that Link has been told he's got to hurry to Hyrule Castle and mm. and help Although someone else. It was the same like, in in Skyrim when it's like you have to hurry up and and go beat Alduin now, or he's going to take I, over the world. I, I that's it. Yeah, the game even though in the back you. of my head I knew he was never going to yeah. because it's well, it's an an open world game, but. I was like, well, I have, my character would have to do this now. This is what we would describe as ludonarrative dissonance. Oh, Ludo, disco biscuits. Disco biscuits, Ludo, skibbers a boob. So, like, the thing that, again, meant that I wasn't so worried about it, right at the beginning, there is a character that just outright says, like, hey, you could run straight to Ganon. I think that would be foolish. You probably don't want to do that. Go do what you've got to do. D- don't like that's where you need to go. Don't stress about it. You'll probably die if you do. He doesn't say don't stress do. about it though. He that's says, the thing. He doesn't he say. Sa- he says it would be unwise to you go would, there right yeah. now. He says strengthen up. He doesn't say yeah. spend a day hunting pigs. He doesn't say that. He doesn't say chill. He doesn't say chillax. It's fine. She she's done this for a century. She can hang on another couple weeks. Um, it is very much hurry. Time is of the essence. Ganon's going to end the world. And then you've got to tell yourself, ah, she's done it for a hundo, she'll be all right, I'm going to go cook an omelette. Like, and, and that's fine. And, and many, you know, yeah. most people probably aren't as, as stupid as Gav and I and have to yeah. have the story tell us to chill out. Well, most people probably um, just know, go, I, you know what, it's a video game. I, I can put my role-playing aside for five minutes. And I just, felt like... Know. This is just my big the the difference I guess is I felt like the game did tell me that I could just take it easy a bit like there it there were NPCs that specifically told me during story quest things like hey last time you tried to do this uh you, you fucking died maybe don't rush maybe make sure that you do things carefully and I don't just, repeat the mistakes you know what I just find that incongruent with with a voiceover that spends the first part of the game going hurry Link, hurry, hurry, Link, hurry. Like yeah. that, like That's that, like just maybe hammering a, home how maybe much you got hour. You know what it, games were the worst for that, actually? And it's some of my favourite games ever, was the Mass Effect games. This unbelievable sense of urgency, especially in 3. It's like the Reapers are literally Ooh. destroying your planet right now. Okay. By what the way, you... can you go and fetch me this uh, <laughs> metal alloy here the... from this distant planet? <laughs> Gav, you might be able to help me out here since you brought it up. Um, yeah. What did you think of the ending of Mass Effect 3? Um, It was amazing. I mean, perfect, wasn't it? Not uh-huh. one single flaw. In it. Oh, right. See, I thought it was terrible. Worst ending to a video right. game ever. Okay. Ruined so the trilogy. Yeah. I need to get some water. I think so that's just, I just Laura. I just off on Mass Effect 3 so I could go get a glass of water. Right? I think yeah. the yeah. problem yeah. here is Laura is so biased towards Zelda that um, she thinks Mass Effect's ending is crap in comparison. Oh, of course. Well, like, yeah. no, just like honest, honest thoughts. Like, I, I get what you mean about Mass Effect. It annoyed me a hell of a lot more in Mass Effect than mm. it did in Zelda. 
Yeah. In in Zelda, I had far less of a problem with it than in Mass Effect 3, where Earth is being destroyed by the planet-destroying monsters. Yeah. And you're going to go go into planetary like from the very beginning ages. of the game. <laughs> like yeah. Every Whereas, minute you waste is another thousand people dead. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. To, to me, there were enough points in this game's narrative where it, it made a point to say, hey, Zelda's managed this for a hundred years. Yeah. Don't stress yourself too much about the uh, the deadline. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to just turn my brain off for that one because it's going to yeah. niggle otherwise. It, Whereabouts are we? Still on oh, Mass just Effect? Just reiterating our same points. I was, yeah, I was, just, <laughs> I was just saying that like Mass Effect annoyed me a lot more in that regard than Zelda does. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the Mass Biased. Effect games, but Zelda, Zelda annoyed me a lot less than Mass Effect. Hey, I'm the one that's Biased always like, reviews. hey, Mass Effect ends well. <laughs> if anyone's the Mass, the Mass Effect biased person, it's me. <laughs> I have a rubber fish helmet. I think that's um, what we really need to take away from Breath of the Wild. If they'd have called it Breath of the Rubber Fish Helmet, I think this would sell even better than it's selling now. I think it would have beaten... Um, Horizon Zero Dawn in terms of sales because Breath of the Rubber Fish Helmet is a better name than Horizon Zero Dawn. Over time, it, it still might be Horizon for sales. Yeah, I mean. it might. So be. The, the 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 news story for that was that like first week, uh, first Monday to Sunday week that both games were on sale, Horizon sold better. Mm. Which it's is, almost as if forced scarcity isn't a great idea. Well, I was going to say it's almost like one of those is a game on a console that has a large established install base already. The Wii U. And one of them. Uh, <laughs> 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 that is officially and- Podquisition's best joke ever. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, like the other one is launching on a dead console that never really had much of an install base to begin with and a new console that's just launching. No, l- no, Laura, it, that... it wasn't an Xbox One exclusive. It was PS4. Uh, but yeah, I, I, like, I'm not surprised. Also, like Horizon had like a three day head start on sales during yeah. that week as well. Plus so, it's like, fucking yeah. good. It is fucking good. So yeah. Zelda, though. Zelda's fucking good. I was really I'll glad say- to hear. And it, it, it's been Sony's biggest launch ever for a new IP, and I was very happy to hear that. I'll Regardless of the, com- the com- competition between the two games, I'm just really glad it's done well. Yes, yeah, agreed. We've got a, a, a brand new IP from, from a studio as well that I feel has, has always deserved more respect than they've gotten before. Yeah. Um, with with a, a great new world uh, that I would be more than happy to explore again in a new game. Uh, I am beyond thrilled it's doing so well. I'm so happy it's doing as well as it's doing, just because I I think it's a a fantastic game and should be rewarded. That doesn't mean to say I think, ha-ha, I hope this does better than Zelda. Although I will say, for the record right now, let's just pull the thorn out. Out of the two so far, I, I would say I found... Horizon, I guess I should say I am finding, because I'm still playing Breath of the Wild, um, Horizon to be the better experience. Personally, you don't I, yell enough, at Gav you know? for that. I personally prefer Zelda, but they are both two exceptional games. They're and both, they're both, they're both very, very different, good. to be fair. Yeah. They are, mm. I mean, that's it. They're only getting comparisons because they're both open-worldy, but yeah. they are very distinct games. Yeah. Really, really, and and actually, um, speaking of similar kind of things, and speaking of Mass Effect, they put out uh, a trailer last week that was just um, all about the exploration side of that game. I don't know if you saw it. 
I've deliberately not watched it because I, I don't. don't I, I want to go stuff. in as blind as I can on Mass Effect. Well, I feel like you're looking at another life eater there, by the looks of it. <laughs> it I, looks oh, huge. Can I just say this year has been really good so far for yeah. for like games <laughs> games that are really good and are going to absorb my time. Yeah. I really hope Andromeda joins that because I'm, I'm so oh. glad Resident Evil was great, but also that it was so short. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but uh, yeah, it looks. I'm I, I'm getting I'm getting excited for Andromeda. Like you know, we've discussed cautious optimism before. That's what I'm going with for that one. Well, I'm 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 currently just like dreading the drowning of games because there was Horizon. Now I'm doing Zelda. Uh, there's Mass Effect coming up. I've got to get through Persona Five this month. Isn't it's... that near thing also an open world? Yeah, it's kind of open world. Some there are some Fucking open worldy bits. Yeah, there's. <laughs> Fuck! I was going to this... play that a bit today. Fuck! Yeah, Grey, Grey got very offended that I didn't want to play that game. I, showed, I think. Do you know what he showed? He showed me a fucking gif of water drying on a half naked ass, and was like, "Look oh, at this!" And I was like, there... "Well." Yeah, and that's not my kind of game, dude. There are know? so many good bug gifts in that game, though. Like, that's yeah. the only reason that I know I have to get around just, to playing that game is because of all the bots. And it's um, not like a oh censorship thing. It's just I'm not really into that anime style stuff, you know. And no. to me, it didn't even look cute. It looked like a walking ketchup bottle. Yeah. Who <laughs> whose butt do you want to see water drying off to make you interested in a game? Uh, yours. I think honestly, that's the right answer for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's let's let's hope that that becomes a thing in Jim Sterling's licensed game experience that we can watch <laughs> I mean, water dry on his butt. If any video game publisher wants to hose my hot wet ass down and then let it dry, let, let it bake in the sun uh, to sell your games, then I'm more than happy. Like you can do time lapse on that. You can show the steam rising off my ass as the water of the moist the the moisture evaporates off of my ass. Or I was trying. I was trying to think. Do I ever actually fancy a video game character? I like New Lara a lot, but mm-hmm. um, I think D- uh, Diva from Overwatch also has a very nice butt. I'm I'm in love with most video game characters, up to and including the Master Tonbury. Uh, as as you know, I have a series about video game character butts that I like. Mm. So it would be a very lengthy rabbit hole if I went down butts that I liked. That that that'd be <laughs> a, a long lengthy, long chat. That one a, is is very lengthy rabbit hole describing one of them or <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I, are you going to do an episode on Nier? So I presume so. Uh, I have an episode planned for Nier. I'm nice, I'm, nice. I, I'm I'm getting ready for it. But cool. and uh, I'm just, like a rubber just, fish helmet. Just to avoid any outrage. I don't care if you're into anime butts. You do you. Thank I'm you. Do me. Thank I'm you, not, Gavin. Thank you. I'm not you. judging anyone here. I'm just saying it's not for me. Yeah. Um, like, the only reason I've not touched Nier Automata yet is just because I'm still knee deep in Zelda and I, mm. I don't feel ready to stop playing Zelda yet. So yeah. I'll, I'll get there. Um, I'd play it. That's I'd what be more keen me. to play it if it was called Nier Automata. Near a tomato. Do we want to talk about the bit of near or tomato news? Uh, apparently, that game lets you buy PSN trophies with in game currency. That's unbelievable. That's amazing. In, in reality, is though, doesn't this show you how stupid and pointless trophies are as a thing? I mean, as if we needed more. As yeah. if we needed more confirmation. I like. I enjoy them sort of. I enjoy mm. getting a little attaboy when I do a thing in a game. Yeah. I I wouldn't go 
you know, hell for leather trying to get them, but they are nice. But I did try that. I did that for Call of Duty 4, and I got all the achievements. Because i got to say, are there microtransactions in Nier Automata, or are you just saving up in-game currency? I think, as I understand it, it's just in-game currency, and you need a lot of in-game currency. And Can the you thinking... buy in-game currency? I not With that I'm aware. Money. Not that I'm aware I'm looking of. Looking it up now because uh, I, I only saw this news this morning when you posted about. Yeah, the the understanding I have is that their their thinking is if you've put in enough time to get this much in game currency, you've probably earned those trophies. So just have them. Why not? Yeah, apparently, like it's going to take a couple playthroughs for you to be able to buy up trophies that easily. Yeah, you guys hoard currency in games. Uh, yes. Like I, 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 like Fallout taught me how to save money. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the game for me. Like right now, I've got um, I got like four thousand rupees in Breath of the Wild, but I already mm. know where three gra- uh, three grand of that is going. Yeah. Um, yeah. Normally, like I'll I'll find the exact things I want and save up specifically mm. for them, and then I'll let. Like right now, in now that I've. Like now that I've played so much Horizon that I have mm. collected all of the collectibles mm. and done all of the hunting lodge missions and have all of their special bows and shit and basically have done everything except some side quests the amount of shards that I once found so precious yeah. so so precious like they are falling out of my ass now Plus like there's I've only got a limited amount of stuff you can buy in that game yeah, that would be one thing I, I would like to see expanded in a sequel or whatever would be, let's have a lot more actual loot, not just mod slots as and, loot, and, let's have actual loot. Let's not have staggered levels of the outfits, because it's like, I really want to wear that cool looking light stealth suit, but it only has one mod slot, and the shitty looking heavy one has three, so... Don't make me choose that. Just give me two different kinds of outfit. And also, don't give me outfits that like only protect against elemental and have no damage against melee. Mix it up a well, bit. Well, you... You um. You can mod it, I know, but... The only you know. ones that have... have um... Oh, oh, I see what you mean, actually. You want... You're talking about that. I mean, the heavy variants of everything have two mod slots. There's only yeah. one thing that has three. Yeah. Um, which has no other stat upgrades. That's I, I, I never found a problem with the actual stat boosts of equipment and stuff. I just wore the melee outfit for the entire game because none of the other ones were as useful because every enemy has melee attacks, whereas some of them have melee and other ones. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I would recommend everyone... I mean, it, you, you kind of have to do it over the course of the game, but it's mm. worth getting that um that there's an armor thing you yeah. find that really near the beginning of the game um you find some armor that you can't yet reach but good god is it worth getting to oh, i yeah? didn't think when i put oh, it I've on i've never gone I back was, and got that actually i have all the parasols and i never went and got it it's highly worth doing the quest required to get that like because i thought it was gonna be shit you i guarantee you gav when you first see it you're gonna think it's shit but then you're going to see it in actual action. I already thought it was shit when I looked at it. It's, it, it is so much, it is so worth putting on yeah. that it's, it, it's, yeah, it's deceptively I good. Because I like to fashion souls in my games, you know? Sure, no, I get it, I get it. I, mm. I put things on, on in, in Horizon that I didn't even want from a yeah. stat perspective just because I liked the way they looked. I, I liked Especially the... when you're capturing footage for a music video. <laughs> mm. you know. 
Okay, this is exactly why I've been running around Zelda in like a strappy bra top because <laughs> I had the option to, and I was like, forget stats. I just want to wear like this thing that only just about covers my nipples. Well, that's it. Like Breath of the Wild is going to have to give me some hell of a cool-looking mask or something for me to take off the. the... I don't know if I mentioned that I've got a rubber fish helmet. I don't oh, know if I brought oh, yeah. that up yet. But yeah, you have mentioned the rubber fish helmet. Okay, that also are... found one in Zelda. Okay, I don't want to spoil it on the air, Jim, but there is something that I think you will prefer to the rubber fish helmet. Well, I'll look. I'm going to keep an eye out for it because right I... now, again, to list something I like in Breath of the Wild, Fashion Zelda is hitting me in a major way. Yeah. I... Right now, I've not seen many outfits. I'm hoping there will be many more, but I'm really enjoying when I do find new outfits and, and putting them on. And At first, I thought, he's not wearing his little green outfit and his little green pointy hat. This will suck until I eventually inevitably find it. But I'm like, no, actually. Full suit of armor over here, cool hood here, rubber fish helmet. (laughs) I'm into all of that. Oh, God. Uh, so yeah, how how this we is doing just reminding me of how disappointed time. I was with the armor sets in Fallout Four. Like the the synth one was literally looked like you're wearing an old toilet. Yeah, I I I um as soon as I could because I was playing the console version of that, I I realized for my sins. Um, but as soon as I got mods on the Xbox One version of that, like I, straight away, the first thing I put on was the Armors. ability to wear all of my clothing yeah. with any armor piece, yeah. so I could mm. actually look good. And there yeah. was no reason why they, why the base game restricts clothing and armor choices clipping. like that, so that you can only wear <laughs> one or two. Well, they, yeah, they didn't want to deal with the clipping. But it, it does suck. You can only wear like one or two. Mm. clothing items with armor it's got to be all or nothing so the mod makes that so much better especially mm. once you get the other mod that lets you wear uh the fallout new vegas ranger armor that is that still fun. the coolest armor in any fall the coolest so cannon armor good. in any fallout game it's one of my favorite outfits i think in a game the yeah. the ncr ranger outfit it's it's just Really cool looking. Because most of the dusters and stuff in Fallout have terrible stats, but that that one not only looked amazing, but had had great stats as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fallout Fallout so. is is a good series as well. Yeah, I must try it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so th- those were games that were good. Um, I like them. As yeah. far as I, I've only played on the Switch outside of Zelda. I've played 1-2-Switch. I had a friend around this weekend. That that should have been a pack-in. Should have been a pack-in. I said it in my review. Yeah, I... Make no I, mistake, this Jimquisition, even though ostensibly it was about uh, some dickhead company called St- Stickly Games that is now trying to get me for trademark violations, idiots. Um, even though it is ostensibly about that... That is also my official review of the Switch. So yeah. everything I said in that was an official review of the Switch. So have you enjoy guys that. had? Um, have either of you had the problems that other people have been having, like dead pixels and can, like uh, analog sticks that don't work? And... Okay, I'll say I... this. Uh, well, Laurie, you go. You've had more experience. Okay, my my quick version. I've not had dead pixels, and I'm pretty convinced the only reason people are talking about dead pixels is that as an industry wide thing, there is an acceptable margin of error on LCD screens in terms of uh, numbers of dead pixels. Nintendo acknowledges this on their support site, and as such, that somehow became a story about Nintendo doesn't think dead pixels are a problem when that's just an industry wide, like generally LCD manufacturers don't accept 
a fault with the screen unless it has more than a certain number of dead pixels. It's not a problem I've come across at all with the system. In terms Man, of that's that, really shitty of those companies. Yeah, it's just a, a manufacturing aspect of LCD screens is that they don't generally it's not considered a fault with an LCD screen unless it has more than a certain number of dead pixels. Um, in terms of the, like the Joy-Con-ish... It's, it's fair oh. to say a lot of people who buy screens like that, particularly for games and stuff, are people who pay attention to little details like yeah, that. It and, would, and it would it annoy... makes our eyes twitch when there's a dead yeah. pixel. It, it would infuriate me. I've not had an issue with it. I don't... As best I can tell, it's not a widespread issue. It's just because it's acknowledged on Nintendo's support site that yeah. everyone has freaked out and assumed it's a problem. Uh, in terms of the Joy-Con issue that people have reported... Um, I suffered with the connectivity issue with the left Joy-Con up until the day one update. I have not dealt with that issue once since. Uh, so for me, the day one patch seemed to fix it, but there is nothing on paper to say that the day one patch actually fixes it. And for a lot of people, they got the day one patch and nothing changed. So I don't fucking know what happened there other just, than that I had well, the problem and now I don't. <laughs> going back to that, not to be too hard on Nintendo, but I... I personally don't accept everyone else does it as an excuse to do something crap. Like, every other musician uses auto-tune. Doesn't mean I have to fucking do it. Yeah, so wait, that's what, never a good excuse. What, what, is, is what, they what, have Nintendo, what have Nintendo used that as an excuse for? Sorry, for I the missed dead the, pixels. the lead. Oh, for the dead pixels. Sorry, I, I missed that that's where we circled back to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sucks, and I'm sure if you complain to Nintendo, they probably will replace it, but, like... They acknowledged an industry-wide thing about how an X number of dead pixels is an acceptable margin on LCD yeah. screens, and yeah. It seems it's, like a case of shooting the messenger there. It's like, it's shit that that's the standard. Yeah, um, but everyone but else Nint does all, all, <laughs> all Nintendo, well, I'll say this much, all Nintendo did in that situation was basically confirm an industry standard mm. which th it and sucks. that's the problem i think mm. is it's not so much nintendo could go the extra mile and replace every single screen with a dead pixel probably be very expensive i'm imagining it's the industry standard because it it happens so often it would probably just destroy any company that tried to replace any screen with a single dead pixel um but it, mm. it can't be as bad as the original psp now that was maddening that was to the point where so many PSPs had dead pixels on screens that it was a huge issue. Yeah, like, um, I've not actually seen a single person say they have dead pixels on their Switch. I've only I've seen, seen people talking... Person. I've only seen people talking about the post on the Nintendo website yeah. that acknowledges them. So I'm like, it, it doesn't seem to be a widespread issue, not like it the It doesn't PSP. seem to be as bad as it used to be, no. Um, I've seen one. It's purely anecdotal, of course. I've only ever seen one. I've not seen any on my screen, and I've not gone explicitly looking, because I'm terrified of finding one, because I know what my brain is like. And that's all it'll look at. So I don't want to mm. see that. Um, I've not had the... Um... That's what that's what my I, my friend Gray does to me with every fucking game. I'm like enjoying the game and he goes, ah, no, but this thing sucks. And then I start to notice the thing and I'm like, fuck you! Uh, this is why you don't read reviews until you've done a game, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. you don't like having that exactly. kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, this is why I 
the thing that annoys me about reviewing games is that I end up seeing all these things. I'm like, oh no, yeah. oh, I hate everything. My yeah. Switch crashed for the first time ever today. Actually, just before we started oh, recording, I've I was not trying had to quit. Out, I was trying to quit out of Bomberman R. Fuck Konami, and it crashed. No, and it, it was, was doing your favorite. It was listening in, and it was like, you have to go and do Podquisition now. Stop. Yeah, it, it, it had frozen on the crashing, like the the closing software screen, um, and I had to just hold the power button down for a long ass time and, and bring it back on. And the only other issue I've had technically, like I've not had the left Joy-Con disconnect or anything, uh, but then again, I because I only play one two switch for so long before the amount of cringiness on screen made me want to bath so it, it, i it's stopped hi- yeah it's high production value for the cheesiest live action acting you've ever seen for for, for a white white game oh. and 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 just every game is just wanking off invisible cocks every uh, game well no there's the one where you're gobbling invisible cocks well there is that where yeah, you put you, you put it by your mouth and you've got to see how many invisible cocks you can gobble and so much of it is requiring movement on your part that has nothing to do with the actual input. Like, no, I'm not going to stamp my feet and, and pretend to be a gorilla while no, no, no. switch. The gorilla one, the best part about that is that it tells you to beat your chest and pretend to be a gorilla. And if you actually hit the Joy-Con on your chest and like make contact, it shouts at you and says, no, that's not good for the Joy-Con. Just, just pretend yeah. to hit your chest. Don't actually can touch I, it. Can I just Some say how much I hate like... the word Joy-Con every time it's I hear bad. it? It makes it's, me it's terrible, Joy-Con. but like I got over it very quickly. <laughs> it's every and, time and I hear it, games, I want to just. Whoa. Some of the games in One Two Switch want you to slap it in your hands and break the analog stick. Uh, I don't like One Two Switch. I think it's a terrible time, and it makes me cringe. I, I think it it should have been a pack-in because there are certain things that it demonstrates really well. Um, the 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 ball rolling game does a really good job of showing like oh. This is what HD Rumble does when it's done right. You can feel distinct things inside an object. That's cool. I don't see a like a video game application for it, but it's a cool tech demo. I think that's it. Um, like HD Rumble does not excite me at all. I see it, no useful application yeah. outside of forcing, like railroading the player into a contrived situation yeah, but where Jim, they have to experience Jim, it. Jim, if you roll your Joy-Con around, you can feel how many marbles are rolling around inside oh, of it. Fuck. Which I'll admit, that was impressive. I don't know when that will ever be useful in a game. Yeah, I don't see what um, the point is. Like, if, if this had been a pack-in, I'd have been like, okay, half of these are throwaway experiences, half of them are silly for a laugh with friends. I don't feel like, you know, I feel like I got something more in the box with my console. These are here if I want them. If not, I've not wasted any any money on them. That I'd have felt okay about 1-2-Switch. I do not like the thought of, like, oh, one two Smith just, Switch does not feel worth money. No, it's a cringy, shitty game, and you shouldn't buy it. Um, but Breath of the Wild is pretty good. That's that's basically the entire Switch library, as far as I'm concerned. Um, no, I haven't tried Snipperclips yet. I've heard that's oh, pretty good. Oh, Snipperclips, like, outside of Zelda, Snipperclips is the best thing on the Switch right now. Uh, it is the game that I found myself... Um, like, if I've got the Switch with me in my bag, I will some... Like, uh, the other day I went for lunch with someone, 
and we had like a 35 minute wait for lunch to to be served so we just sat at the table Jesus. pulled out the sw- yeah it was a, it was a nice place but it was a bit of a wait um so we just got the, the we got the switch out and we just sat and played snipper clips and it was a really fun silly multiplayer thing to just sit and play on the table while we uh, yeah, waited for food cuz we I'll be honest. We, we're attention starved nerds that couldn't hold a conversation or something i'll be honest i don't care about snipper clips or, or the switch anymore right how Thirty? Did you say thirty minutes or thirty five? I, I think it was about 30, 35 minutes that we were we were there. We had That's we had drinks. It was all good. It that is no way. No it way. Was, it was. I would, ex- it was super good food. Super good food. Super Fuck good that. food. No, no food is good enough. I would I would rather go to the Wimpy round the corner. Hey, hey, hey! I had like a uh, a buttermilk. Had a sausage uh, bender. I had like this buttermilk uh, battered burger with like a bunch of there were like hash browns and stuff in it, and there was all barbecue sauce and bacon and some really nice fries. That it was it was a it was worth waiting they, for. They can use the word buttermilk all they want. Hey, they hey! Get me to stick around. It tasted fucking nice, Jim. Don't judge my my eating a nice meal. I'm not judging you eating a nice meal. I'm just saying. 30 minutes, not for me. Not for me, thank you. That's the weapon durability of wait times. Fair enough. But yeah, Snipper Clips. Snipper Clips, damn, yeah. damn fun game to just pull out and sit and mess around with. And it is, it has been my go-to, like, oh, here's one Joy-Con each multiplayer thing. This is the one that feels like, okay, that's a, that's a fun use for having, always having two controllers with you. Snipper Clips works well for that. Gotcha. I will say one other weird little tech issue I just started having today is when I'm playing my Switch with the Joy-Cons attached to either side of the actual console, Mm. um, as of this morning, they've been disconnecting a lot. They've been, um, one of them's just been desyncing when actually connected up. And it, it could be either one. It's just, it'll suddenly act like, like I've pulled one out. Stop, um, and it stop wants, hating and it's on Nintendo, Sony I, I've Input not had that methods. experience, and I can't comment on it as such. It's a weird one. It may be the way I'm holding it or something. I'm going to try it, because like I say, it literally just started happening before we were recording, so I'm going to have to research into it. But a couple of yeah. times over the course of just a couple of minutes, like, even now, like, this, like, they keep getting unsnapped. That's the thing. Like, they, they clip in and snap in. And maybe it's just because the... the the, the the button that that unsnaps them is so close to the shoulder button. Maybe I'm knocking one of them or something. It's another thing I'm not too fond of is just how cramped all the buttons are. So I've got big fat trotter hands. Well, and he, bending my thumb is is yeah. not cool. Well, here's the thing: do. for most of people who play video games, have hands that are probably quite similar to yours, Jim. And uh, you know, most controllers are built for your hands. As someone with tiny little dainty hands. I fucking love the Switch. The Switch is the first, like, thing that feels built for my tiny hands. I just, uh, maybe they maybe they make some bigger Joy-Cons and just call them the Fat Boys. The Fat Boys. The Fat Boys. Fair enough. Uh, is, is that a good place for us to wrap up? I feel like we've, we've hit our, so. our wall complaining about, get- about restaurant waiting times. Yeah, I've got to get back to my rubber fish helmet anyway. So that was it. Not a lot happened this week in terms of other stuff. It, that's why it's been very sort of just Zelda Switch talk today, which I think mm. is fair enough considering we've just had the launch of a new console. And it's, it and it's probably the biggest game. As as video games go, Zelda's 
you know, it's the biggest event you're going to get in in, in video games. Uh, at least, it's... at least in our sort of strata of games media, anyway. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it doesn't feel like a console launch. That's the weird thing. Like it came out this Friday, and I just maybe again because of just how quick this whole thing's felt, how rushed out this whole thing's felt. Mm. Uh, I I I don't feel like. I'm here with it doesn't feel like it did with the Wii U even where I was very much sort of super excited wanting to learn all the little ins and outs of the Wii U here it was like okay the switch is here playing Zelda that'll do I'm, I, I'm, it's all right for, for me being able to play Zelda on my TV and then unplug it and play it in bed on the handheld has been enough that I've been like this is oh, cool I'm, not... I'm gonna have a fantastic time with this when I do work travel you, this is exactly you, um... what I want for work travel That's I'm just saying it can you do that on the Wii U version by the way can you do well, what on the Wii U version? Just take the controller thing into the other room and play it that way. Uh, into the other room is debatable uh, with the Wii U <laughs> distance. Uh, yeah. Maybe in the doorway of another room. Yeah, Because I've never uh, actually tried that on the Wii U. I don't know how it works. Okay, with the Wii U, it's basically just, um, are you in enough range of the console that it can stream the video to your controller and and oh, stream your inputs back to the, the system? It looks horrible as um, well. It's a very low quality screen. It's, I think, 540p. Mm. And it's very, very prone to if you get too far away or if there's a wall in between your console and, and the screen, it just might not work. <laughs> I have to say, yeah. I got a little frustrated with it when I was playing uh, Wind Waker because I kept having to look down to to look at the menus and stuff. I get I get why it's more convenient for some people. I just didn't like looking down all the time. No. Well, there's there's not really any of that now with the Switch. They they mm. they can't really do that anymore. Although the the Sheikah slate that uh, oh, Link gets a hold of in the game is so shamelessly just a fucking Switch console. Well, to be fair, it could also have been a Wii U gamepad. <laughs> it fucking ain't. <laughs> you, reckon, you reckon that wasn't in any way a Wii U gamepad that just also was like a Switch? Fuck no. No, um, I, I find it hilarious yeah. that I, I did run around. Like, the first cutscene I had in that game, I was wearing the Switch branded t shirt and it did break <sighs> all of the uh, all of the tension in that scene. Um, what? But yeah, I. I yeah, we Switch talked about this last week. Uh, yeah, we mentioned this. Oh, if you get dear. the season pass, you get a couple of treasure chests at the time, and one of them has a red Nintendo Switch Oof. t-shirt, and you can just go wear it into cutscenes, <laughs> oh, and it's hilarious. It's like the world is going to end, and it's like, yeah, but I got my new Nintendo Switch, so I'm like, staying on brand. So that's yeah. all that matters. That was like when you could get like Commander Shepard armor in in Dragon Age, and that was just so cringe. It's like, no, stop. Yeah. Just to circle back quickly, I, I'm, I, I don't want to diminish uh, what the Switch is. Uh, I, I, again, as a handheld, I think it's an impressive little thing. As something I can just so... It's the very untypical of Nintendo, or, or atypical of Nintendo. It's very easy to transition between on-screen and portable stuff. Uh, aside from just you know fiddling to, to un, unspool the controller sides, the Joy-Cons... Uh, the swiftness and ease of, of going from home to portable play is it's impressive. Um, my only uh, point I was trying to make when I said it didn't feel like a console launch was just the lack of sense of event. The, that's all it is, and I think it's just a case of it having... Like, it's in my hands now after having been announced relatively recently, and it didn't have much of a 
promotional build-up before then. So it was just, oh, the switch has happened, and, and now it is in my house, and it's cool. It is a, it is a cool little thing. Um, but there's some things with it where I feel like the a redesign is inevitable, which is true of any system these days, except the Wii U, which didn't last long enough. Uh, and actually, did they ever get a redo? Uh, yeah, it, it did. It's did called it? the Switch. Oh. oh! Right, that'll do. Um, <laughs> Laura, how can people find out more of your work? <laughs> Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter. Laura K. Buzz on Patreon. Go chuck me a dollar or a pound or a euro there every month to, to pay the bills so I can keep editing this show and turning up every week and whatnot. Just Laura K. Buzz. Oh, also YouTube Laura K. Buzz. I'm currently playing Breath of the Wild on there. Yes, yes. Full full Breath of the Wild playthrough going on on the Laura K. Buzz channel. Check it out. Um, especially since I probably won't be doing many, many Switch videos. Uh, can't be fucked. <laughs> and Gav, how can people find out all about that lovely music, what you do? Miracle of Sound on YouTube, Miracle of Sound on Twitter, and if you're in Ireland this week, I'm. oh no, by the time this podcast goes out, I will be already after doing it, so forget that. <laughs> I'm doing oh, a talk okay. for some students this week. In, Gav in... did a talk for some students. Yeah. If you were one of those students, let us know Good how Good for did. you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did a talk recently for some students as well. I was in Dub- That's why I was in Dublin that other week. If you oh, were there, hello. Apparently Ireland loves to have podquisition hosts who aren't me over for talk. <laughs> well, we're not called the land of saints and scholars for nothing. We have a lot of universities and students here. Well, there you go. And then so they all good. like get wonderfully educated so they can move to America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, um, you were listening to Podquisition with, with Jim Sterling, Laura Kate Dale and uh, Gav Dunn, a.k.a. Miracle of Sound. Uh, I didn't say that at the beginning because I was too busy playing The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on my Nintendo Switch home console from Nintendo. So that's what you were listening to. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had fun with it. And I'd just like to thank you all for listening. And thank you all for believing in me. Because some people said, you know, Jim, you, you, you'll never wear a rubber fish helmet. <laughs> and some people, you know, actually took my side and said, no, 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 you'll do it one day. You'll do it one day. And, and here I am wearing a big rubber fish on my head in a video. Not in real life, which is obviously what the, the big argument we had in Congress uh, was about. But we're one step closer to, to a... a a rubber fish helmet future. And if, if you're um, a creative cosplayer good. who's wondering what to send Jim as a gift, well, you know. Oh, yeah, make us a rubber fish helmet, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please, mate. Please, mate. You, you all sent me a bunch of squid hats before when Splatoon came out. Let's have some rubber fish. Um, that'll do it, won't it? That'll do for today. Thank you all for listening. And <laughs> yeah, this, that's this, an, this exasperated just been an exasperated sigh. <sighs> <sighs> um, I slept for 12 hours last night I got up immediately wow. and did this um, I, I really apparently needed it I passed mm. out like like You would not believe after posting Gymquisition yesterday um, But I feel pretty good now So I, I'm going to go play some more Zelda I've been working for the last 5 hours I'm going to go play Zelda myself And probably, probably eat a cheesecake Enjoy your and Zelda Gav, good luck with your talk Thank you And we will see you next time Bye Bye, Bye.